Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 231, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back boys and girls, I hope you had a lovely weekend, but here we go, it's week 47. That means just six weeks and only 30 more podcasts to go before we finish this year-long journey through the Bible. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Wow Dave, only 30 podcasts to go. Gosh, tis but two shakes of a cow's tail. Yeah, it sure is going fast, Marvin, huh? And it means we sure do have a lot of stuff to squeeze into this recap. Oh yeah, don't worry, Dave. We got this. Let's do it. Jingle, please. What have we heard the Bible say? Let's remember it's recap day. Okay, Marvin, here we go. Toughest one yet. Three, two, one, and go. We had creation in the fall, then patriarchs and God's covenants. Egypt, then came Moses, plagues, the Passover, 40 years in the wilderness, and the Ten Commandments. Then into the promised land with Joshua, and then came the judges and Ruth. Then came the kings, Saul and David, and another covenant, and then Solomon, who builds the temple. Then Israel splits, Israel falls to the Assyrians, and then later Judah falls to the Babylonians. 70 years in exile before Ezra and Nehemiah turned to rebuild Jerusalem. Then 400 years of silence. Jesus and John the Baptist are born, they grow up, Jesus is baptized, he's tempted, and he calls his disciples. He clears the temple, he heals people, he casts out demons, he argues with the Pharisees, and he's teaching people about God. Then he met Elijah and Moses. He said before Abraham was, I am, and he brings Lazarus back from the dead. He enters Jerusalem on a donkey. He clears the temple again, argues with the Pharisees, and Judas decides to betray him. Jesus washes his disciples' feet before showing them the Passover was about him. Then he goes to pray. Judas shows up. His disciples run away. He's arrested. Peter denies him three times as he's put on trial and sentenced to death. He's beaten. He's mocked. He's nailed to a cross. And when he dies, the sky goes dark. There's an earthquake. People rise from the dead, and the temple curtain is ripped from top to bottom. But on Sunday morning, Jesus rises from the dead. Mary and two guys on a road are the first to see Oh, phew. Gosh, yeah, that was a lot, Dave. Yeah, it sure was, Marvin. And it's only going to get tougher. Yeah, yeah, we gotta do a lot of squeezing, huh? Yeah, absolutely. But for today, let's get to our reading. Now, like we just said, Jesus has appeared to Mary, and he's appeared to those two guys on the road to Emmaus. But most of the disciples, well, they've heard about these things, but they haven't seen Jesus yet for themselves. But that, well, that is about to change. Oh, exciting. Okay, great. So, well, who's going to read for us today? Today, we're back to our friend Georgia. Oh, hi, Georgia. Our reading from today is John 20, verses 19 to 29. On the evening of that first day of the week, the disciples were together. They had locked the doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Jesus came in and stood among them. He said, May peace be with you. Then he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were very happy when they saw the Lord. Again Jesus said, May peace be with you. The Father has sent me, so now I am sending you. Then he breathed on them. He said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Thomas was one of the twelve disciples. He was also called Didymus. He was not with the other disciples when Jesus came. So they told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, First I must see the nail marks in his hands. I must put my finger where the nails were. I must put my hand into his side. Only then will I believe. 
A week later, Jesus' disciples were in the house again. Thomas was with them. Even though the doors were locked, Jesus came in and stood among them. He said, May peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen me, but still have believed. Thanks, Georgia. Gosh, Dave, you know, locked doors are no match for the resurrected Jesus, huh? (laughs) Yeah, no, apparently not, Marvin. Twice in that reading, the disciples are locked away, scared that the Jewish authorities might come after them too, and twice Jesus just appears in the middle of them all. The first time, he's letting them know that the work and the story have not finished. He is sending them out. They have now seen him with their own eyes. They will see him again. They now know for sure what is true. And it's these men that Jesus is sending out to spread the good news, to build his church. He is giving them authority, putting them in charge. So with the help of the Holy Spirit, and that bit is really important because they couldn't do it on their own. They were by themselves still sinful men. But yes, with the Holy Spirit's help, they will be the ones who will lead God's people in the truth. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, except Thomas wasn't there for that bit, huh? That's right. You know, Marvin, sometimes I wonder if we're a bit hard on Thomas, because here we are 2,000 years later, and oftentimes we still call him Doubting Thomas. You know, almost like Thomas didn't want to believe. But remember, Thomas loved Jesus. This was his friend, the friend that he had followed for three years. You can bet that Thomas was desperate for what his friends were telling him to be true. But we also need to remember how crazy all this was. Someone coming back from the dead? Thomas had watched Jesus die this horrible death. That's what he had seen with his own eyes. So, you know, I think we can maybe understand a bit why Thomas says, you know what, now hang on. I know that Jesus was dead, and I know that dead people generally stay dead, so if you want me to believe this, well, I can't take someone else's word for it. I'm going to need to see it for myself. Yeah, I guess, Dave. Although he would have known about Lazarus and Jairus' daughter and the other people that Jesus had brought back from the dead, though, right? Well, that's a good point, Marvin. So, yes, maybe Thomas should have believed faster. But either way, a week later, Thomas isn't left to wonder anymore. And Jesus shows him that he really is alive. Thomas didn't need any more convincing of the good news than that. And he answers, my Lord and my God. And that's it, Marvin. Thomas is all in. And he, like the others, would spend the rest of his life spreading the good news and building God's church. In fact, we think Thomas went east and got as far as India telling people along the way about Jesus. Oh, wow. That's a really long way, right? Yeah, it is, Marvin. It's a super long way. These disciples would spread out from Jerusalem in pretty much every direction, planting churches, telling the world all they had seen with their own eyes. And Marvin, again, with God's help, they did a pretty good job because here we are, 2,000 years later, and we're still passing on their message. It's still spreading all over the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I guess that's what the podcast is doing too, huh? That's right, passing on that same truth. So, boys and girls, who passed the message on to you? Who told you about Jesus? Was it mum or dad, maybe a granny or a granda, maybe a Sunday school teacher or someone else at church? Now, here's a cool thing. If you could trace back and find out who told them about Jesus, and then go back and find out who told that person about Jesus, and then who told that person, and then who told that person, and you kept going, and you went all the way back, eventually, you would get to these followers of Jesus in Jerusalem that we're reading about now. That's pretty cool, huh? Oh, yeah. 
No, that is cool, Dave. So, boys and girls, today, thank God for the person who told you that good news that Jesus is alive. And here's a question to think about. Who is it that you will tell? Who will be next in this chain that goes all the way back to Jerusalem? Oh, okay. Yeah, Dave, that's kind of a fun way to think about it. Good. And, well, we're out of time, Marvin, so we will say goodbye for today, and we'll be back tomorrow. Okay, great. Yeah, well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.